welcome back to the Muswell Hill Methodist Church podcast. Today, we explore some inspiring words from scripture with our local preacher, Derek Wade. If you enjoyed the service, please have a look at our website and social media to see what else we're doing that you might like to be a part of. Before we hear Derek's sermon, let's hear from the word of God. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 21 to 33. Did you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy, and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught, and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground, than he blows on them, and they wither, and a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. To whom will you compare me, or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens, who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one, and calls forth each one of them by name. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, my cause is disregarded by my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow old and weary, young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary, they will walk and not be faint. Today I want to take the opportunity to share with you on a topic soaring like an eagle, soaring like an eagle. My text comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, reading from verse 21 to 31. Did you know that your attitude plays a factor on how much we gain out of any service that you attend? There's a word that I chose, but I hope it doesn't express any anger. Stinking thinking can destroy you and I and will distract you from God. If you 
come to church overwhelmed by what you all have done this week and it's not been accomplished the way that you'd want it to be, you and I will probably not hear the good news that comes from God's word. You would ask me, brother or reverend, or what the names I've been receiving, why did you say that, brothers and sisters, is because we have put our mind in the negative arm, think on negative words, or in a negative mood, and not expecting anything to happen. Your mind and our mind is elsewhere. And as a, as a Methodist for most of my life, and as a lay preacher, I always hear these words. Why don't he just hurry up, finish his message, and let us go home? But if you and I, my friends of Muswell Hill, come here today with a heart of expectation and readiness to receive all that God has for you and me, we will go out of here ever filled with his goodness and his grace. You would ask again, why can you break that down? It's because you and I have come expecting and you will not deny what the Lord has in store for you. But what kind of mood did you come with today? If I point a finger and ask you that question, I will get many answers. Overwhelmed and elsewhere or expectant and ready to receive. But let me get into my text, is just to make that introduction. The first 35 chapters of Isaiah dealt with the Assyrians' captivity and their takeover of Israel. And then the last chapter of Isaiah are dealing with the Babylonians' takeover. Israel was tired and worn out and beaten up and discouraged. Anyone know what that is all about? You would think that the nation of Israel would realize that they must stop rejecting God and return to God to see the benefits and promises of God. We see the nation of Israel has seen the anointing and blessing of God on them, and as also being on the receiving end, and to see the benefits and the punishments and the disobedience of God. Babylonians, we see Assyrians, we see Greeks, we see Medes and Romans, and all have, have, will have control over them because they would not return unto the Lord like they were commanded. This is a well-known text in the book of Isaiah. It is loved by many because it strikes a familiar chord 
with so many weary people who at time need discouragement. Each of us has been weary. Each one of us experienced exhaustion. Each one of us experienced tiredness in our lives. Each and every one of us experienced situations. And when situation comes and it's too much for us, we get tired and weary and ready to give up. Each one of us has times being under pressure so long that we have been discouraged instead of being encouraged. But remember, my friends, that your situation or my situation that I have been through or been going through is not to keep you down, but to step up and to rise like an eagle. The enemy likes to keep us down, likes to see us when we wallow in our little messes or wallows in our situations. He likes to see us dressed the same every Sunday so he can have a laugh in the camp. The Lord has a word for us today to encourage each and every one of us so that we would keep our focus and our attention where it belongs, and that it is on the Lord and not on our situations or our circumstances. We're living in a world and a climate where so many things are happening, but as a church, many of us tend to take on those situations and make them our own situations. What can I ask? What can we learn from these scriptures today that would help us with our walk with the Lord? Another question that I would like to ask you today, what can we learn that we would see the Lord do for us? He is and not allow our circumstances to cloud our vision of him. Another question that I would love to ask is what can we learn about life? Because life has so many characters. But it's what do we pull out of those challenging characters? And another question I would like to ask us is how can we soar like eagles? Because I want to um, soar like an eagle. I don't know about you. I do hope that you would want to soar like an eagle. And the, we see from the first lesson in, um, in verse chapter 40, um, chapter 40 of verse 25 to 26. And these are little pointers I want to leave with you after such a long introduction is that don't look down in discouragement when things happen to you. Look up with praise. When things happen to you in your life, don't look down in discouragement. Look up with praise. Your worship is what counts. Your praises to God is what counts. It's not to sit where you are and expect that something would happen. The Israelite doubters, my friends, were comparing their God with the God of the captors. They believed God was failing the test. 
And we, my friends, cannot compare Jehovah Jireh, my provider, with the God of the Babylonians. A man-made God of wood and gold up against the greatest creator of the universe. They worship creation instead of creator. We worship, they worship idols instead of their creator God who created them. And the stars which are hung in the sky which they worshipped instead of God that created each star and gave each and every one of them a name. Brothers and sisters, we will never soar like an eagle until we realize that God, that the God that we serve is not man-made and is from everlasting to everlasting. I will repeat, we will never soar like an eagle until we realize the God that we serve is not man-made and is from everlasting to everlasting. The second point I want to leave with you is he created us not the other way around. If we read Psalms 8 and verse 9, it says, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And Hebrews 1, 3 to 4 says, The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the existence exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. My friends, God's work as a creator is emphatic. He alone sits upon the throne and is not giving it up anytime soon. Once we have an understanding of who God is, we can know who is created, who he created us to be. We are created in his own image. We are created in his own likeness. And one of the most famous passages that I love is Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. It says, you will keep in perfect peace whose minds are steadfast because they trust you. Resting in God and the peace that comes from God, my friends, is found in steadfastness and putting your trust in him. Putting your trust in God and God alone. Not in anyone else, not in horses, not in chariots, but in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Yahweh, our God. It is like the game you used to play as a child when you stop, sit on top of the wall and you fall back and you trust that your friend, your mom or your dad will catch you. It is every day, every time, my friends, putting your trust in Jesus that he will catch you. Each situation that we go through in life, God is there to catch you if you trust, only trust him, that songwriter says, only trust him now. He will keep you. He will keep you all the time. 
So we need to just put our complete trust and confidence in him. Soaring eagles, they said, don't catch scratch on the ground. Peeking and searching for their food. An eagle soars above the ground and gets a wide picture of his food opportunities. Brothers and sisters of Muswell Hill, until we realize that there is a holy and powerful God that created us and loves us, is desiring a relationship with you, we will never be at that he created you to be. So whatever you, wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, you need to build a personal relationship with God. And he will never be, you and I will never be at the point where he created us if we don't allow him to build that relationship with you. Our next point is, our strengths and abilities comes from the Lord. Our strengths and abilities comes from the Lord. Isaiah 40 verse 29 to 30 says he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. My friends, we will never know more than, we never do more than your talents. You never do more than you think you can do unless you do them in your own strength and the power of the Lord then we can do abundantly more than we can thought or imagine about. At times we've been asked to do things in church and the first things that we always say, you know what, I am nervous, I'm fearful, I can't do it. But may I say to you, don't do it in your own strength. As the word of God says that I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. We are at a great area for God to intervene in our lives when we allow him. We need to allow him access to our weaknesses so that he can give us strength. So in your weakness, in your weariness, you, need, we and, you and I need to ask God for divine strength to take us through. But how do you find strength in your weakness? How do you find strength in your weakness? By turning your weakness over to God. We are human beings. Yes, we will have fears. We will have doubts. We will have fishes running through us when, when we ask and we stand here. Don't think it's easy for me to stand here Sunday when I've been asked. Yes, I have fishes running to my tummy because I would want to know Wonder what the people are thinking when I'm delivering my message. Yes, those fears would run through your mind. But what have I done in my weakest points? I say, God, you take away those fears and those weaknesses from me. Let it not be of my flesh, but it be of your spirit to work within me. So you find weak, your strength in your weakness by turning your weakness over to the Lord. It's Psalm 61 and verse 2 says, 
I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. My friends, we will never soar in our own strength. And we will never soar standing on the ground acting like a chicken when we were created to be an eagle believer. Can I ask, are you and I an eagle believer? You need to answer that yourselves. But the psalmist, like most of us on the last nerve and near death, and is crying out to God for strength and security in the time of unsureness, the place of security is beyond his reach, but it's beyond God's reach. Jesus is called our rock, a rock for reason. He is the rock of refuge and he is the rock of our strength. He is looking for that dwelling place of God and that is not standing on the ground. It is soaring and being who God intended us to be. So we cannot stand where we are and expect for us to soar. You and I need to be believers. We need to know that God is there to help us through our situation and do not rely on our own understanding. How do you find strength? It is turning our strength into his, into his strength and his strength we make perfect in our lives. May I repeat that again? How do you find strength? It is turning our weaknesses into his strength and his strength made perfect in our lives. It is Ephesians 6 and verse 10 which says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Also in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10 it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Brothers and sisters, we will all like to think like that we are the energizer bunny that we can keep going, 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 but we are not. Do you remember the energizer bunny? That when you turn it, it just keep going and going and going. I'm not sure that we are. But how do we soar like eagles? How? You would ask, but how do I soar like an eagle? I'm not a bird. Don't look down with discouragement. Look up with praise. Let your praise always be speaking for you. You know what I always say? When you sing, people want to know if you're crazy. But you're not crazy. 
There's a song which says, Praising your Lord always. Praising the Lord always. So you and I should be praising the Lord in every situation that you are in. Praise him. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let any situation take your joy away from you. Because that's what the enemy likes. And if you continue to praise him and do not look down with discouragement, you will be able to soar like the eagles. If you tell yourself, you know what, I do not want to be where I am. I want to soar each day like the eagle rise. You will be surprised what God can do for you. Realize our strength, my friends, only comes from the Lord. Yes? He supplies our strength and he will continue to give you strength because he alone gives it. The last one, waiting on the Lord. That's my final point. Waiting on the Lord. And I'll quote Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, which says, But those, if you are one who likes to mark up your Bible with colored markers, put those, but those, so that including you and I, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar like eagles' wings. They will run and not grow weary. And they will walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. If you wait on God, God will renew your strength. But you know what? I come to realize that we as a people of God, we hate waiting. Yes? We hate waiting. We, we ask God and we want it now. God, I want it now, now, now. Papa God, I want it now. Oh. Yes? It doesn't happen like that. It may take years before it comes. But the more you wait, your strength would rise. And that is what would rise like the eagle's wings. There has to be patience in waiting. There's humility in waiting. The more you stay humbled and wait upon God, your strength will be renewed and when your change comes, you and I will be surprised. Is that me, God? I don't think that was for me. I think that was for someone else. But it's for you because you wait patiently upon God. You wait in humility. When everyone is running about, you just secretly wait on God. Well, Lord, I'll wait on you until my change comes. Scripture says that we'll mount up their wings as eagles. And the new um, NIV says they will soar on wings like eagles because they are trying to paint a picture. It is designed to inspire us, my friends, to soar. If you know anything about eagles, which I am I not, they rise and soar effortlessly with the greatest of ease. They face high currents and rise above storms. 
where most of the birds would be hiding in their nest. Picture yourself, brothers and sisters of Muswell Hill. Are you are the eagle that rise above the strong tides of life? That when the storms of life rage, do I say sway in the, in the wind down there? Or I'll rise above the storms? Other birds like flapping till they collapse with no strength. And the eagle, the eagle rises above and then rides the wind. They like the wind and then they like the wind to work. Whilst most are fainting, others are fainting and growing weary, God is desiring his people to mount up and soar like eagles. Brothers and sisters of Muswell Hill, we see very quickly that an eagle is a powerful bird. One who is at the top of the food chain. But you are not an eagle, but you aspire to be like an eagle. Do you as try to aspire to be like an eagle, to be above the stormy winds that blows, that we do not go weary and faint along the wayside when everyone else is moving along and enjoying the life that God wants us to, uh, um, to enjoy? May I read Isaiah 40 again? He said, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not go weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is what I will do as I mount up each and every day. I ask God to me, let me be that eagle to mount up of what I may face. I do not know what is ahead of me, but you know. But let me rise, mount up above that. But I see now that my strength was renewed. And I mount up on wings of the Lord, which gives me strength. Then I realize that I can run and not grow weary and walk. And not faint. Let me leave with you Exodus chapter 19 and verse 4, which says, You yourselves have seen what I did in Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to yourself. Brothers and sisters, in closing, I am inviting us all to soar on eagles' wings, not in our own strength and not walking in our own power, but running and not growing weary and walking and not fainting because of the strength of the Lord which is working through us. There is no shortage of God's power and might. And he has not forgotten us. So when you and I go through situations, 
Don't think that God has forgotten you. God is working on you for you and I to be better and better next time. He sees what each of us is going through and he desires to help us. I have learned, my friends, that mounting up is going beyond ourselves and walking in his strength. And that is where we soar like eagles and rise above the storms of life. We will never soar standing on the ground. We will never soar standing on the ground for us from rising above it and finally we will never soar in our own power and in our own strength it is mounting up on the wings of the Lord strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord as we wait Brothers and sisters, those of us who have ears to hear what the words of God has said to us, let us hear. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed this message and that you come back again soon. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you hear the next time we share a sermon here. Until then, God bless you.